Welcome back to another episode of Life's a Garden. We got a whole lot of stuff to cover today. I got to tell you about my trip to Denver. Uh, tell you all the fun tales from our trip to the Mile High City. Uh, I got a couple movies I just recently watched that I want to talk about. And hey, hey, we got some videos to watch as well. But before we get into all that, I want to let you know that you are doing a great job. Um, I know what it's like to work hard at things, and sometimes it feels like that hard work goes unnoticed. But I want to let you know that whatever it is that you are working hard at, whatever you're striving towards, whether that's a personal goal, whether that's your daily work grind, you are doing a fantastic job. Keep up the good work. Hard work does not go unnoticed. In fact, keep working hard because it's only going to get you to good places. Keep that good attitude. It always reciprocates back to you. So I wanted to send that message your way, let you know that you're doing a great job, and I hope you're having a great day, and hope you enjoy this podcast. It's going to be a fun one. Let's get into it. It's episode 70 of Life's a Garden. It's getting cold outside. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Life's a Garden. Appreciate you stopping by. God, it is getting cold out there. And you know it's October because all the Christmas stuff comes out. Nothing says October quite like Christmas decorations. So, you know we're getting into the fall season as soon as once those leaves hit the ground Macy's is like dig out the Christmas stuff get all the trees up we only got three months until Christmas quite frankly that's I think they should start in July just put all the put all get all just leave it up year round real redneck it up just leave all the Christmas stuff out we can buy it all year round why the fuck not you already start, you're basically starting a quarter of the way through the year. Just make it the whole fucking year. Why take it down? Leave it up. In fact, we'll just become Whoville. We'll just be Christmas 24 hours a, a, a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Why not? Jesus. Can't even have Halloween yet before we try to get Christmas stuff out there. That's why I'm drinking the coffee. It's a little bit nippy today. We're supposed to get snowfall today when this podcast comes out, but hopefully not. I haven't raked a single leaf up yet, and when that snow starts falling, makes it difficult to rake the leaves. Uh, let's see. Busy day today, man. Let me tell you. Been running my ass off. Didn't think it was going to take as long as I did, but of course it always does. Um, went to a, a meeting for an upcoming show we got going on, which by the way, Halloween night, a, uh, America event center in Billings, Montana, seven o'clock. We go on at seven. I think we're still kind of working out the details. There might be two stages. There might be one. We're not quite sure yet. And that's all going to kind of depend on the lineups, the set times, all that. Either way, get there early. It's it's Halloween night. What's more... I think I mentioned this last week. No, no, no. I don't think I did. What is more Halloween than a metal concert? By the way, Hemlock is the headliner. I don't know if you know who Hemlock is. Badass metal band. Check this shit out. Right there. How cool is that? Halloween night. America Event Center. $15 a ticket beforehand, $20 at the door. Come in costume. There's a costume contest. It's going to be a hell of a time. Anyway, went to this uh, um, 
meeting for that just to kind of discuss set times, what time we need to be there, what time we need to set up. We were supposed to get tickets. They didn't have tickets for us, so we got the posters and whatnot. We're going to help send those around, but it's going to be a good time. So I wanted to let you guys know on here that we do have that show coming up soon, so go check that out. Mark your calendars, which honestly, it's going to be perfect. Go out and have your fourth, your uh, Halloween celebrations, all that stuff, the 30th. There's all kinds of shit going on the 30th. Then come out for a badass metal show on the 31st. It's going to be a good time. Also, okay, then, I speaking of Halloween, went shopping for some Halloween stuff, just trying to get ready for my Halloween costume and just some other stuff for the show. So I went to Spirit Halloween. That was what it is. I, I, seriously, going to that store really does get you in the Halloween spirit, I must say, because they got it all. Went there, checked out Goodwill, always a great stop for Halloween stuff. That's usually where I end up getting my Halloween uh, costumes at, or at least stuff to make a Halloween costume. Not this year. This year, I am spending some money, let me tell you, as if I had a lot of money to spend already. I don't. We'll get to that later. But, spending a little extra on my Halloween costume this year. Now, my costume involves a suit. So I went to JCPenney's. You know, sometimes sometimes uh, Goodwill will have a good a suit. I've gotten a few suits there. But this one, I want it to be a little bit tighter fitting. I want it to be a nice newer suit. So I'm willing to shell out the cash. On the upside, I'll still get to have this suit anytime I want to wear it, you know, so that's nice, check this, okay, actually, before I get to the JCPenney's, made the gigantic mistake of stopping by Walmart, now, you know me, we have an understanding here, Walmart is a no-no, I, I don't know how many times I've talked about how terrible Walmart is on this podcast, And I'll continue to talk about how terrible Walmart is on this podcast. And no matter how many times I talk about the horror that is Walmart, I don't listen to myself. I still disobey myself. And every once in a while, I'll saunter on in to a Walmart immediately overcome by regret. First of all, it looked like a goddamn bomb went off in that place. It literally, there's nothing on the shelves. I don't know if it's, I mean, I'm sure it's COVID related. I don't know if people are fucking freaking out again, if there's just hoarding a bunch of shit. I mean, I'm talking about the jewelry section didn't have anything on it. Everything, they're moving shit around. There's big boxes of stuff everywhere. It looks like a goddamn FEMA output center it was the word is heinous it was heinous in the walmart today i literally went in didn't have what i wanted they didn't have i looked for like three different things all in the same section didn't have any of them so i was like get me the fuck out of here if you want a covid spreader that's where it's at that's where covid originated first of all That's why I put the fucking thing in... That's why I got the fucking shot in my ass. You know? I was like... I know I'm gonna have to be around a Walmart at some point in my life again. There's no chance I'm not catching COVID there. Right? It's a COVID epicenter. Is what Walmart is. Because all the people that shop there are the ones that are like... I'm not getting the fucking vaccine. Now don't get me wrong. I... I didn't get the vaccine so I could be like, I'm better than you. I got the fucking vaccine. Get it if you want. Don't get it if you don't. But when all the people not vaccinated congregate in one area, Walmart tends to be a problem. Now, I have decided, and I made this decision long ago. I didn't spend a dime in Walmart, by the way, because I'm not going to give them the, my money. I would rather spend extra, I would rather spend $2 extra, $3 extra, $20 extra anywhere else on any given item, you name it, 
and I would rather spend it anywhere else just so I can avoid going to that hellscape. I would rather drive myself into poverty based on the items I'm buying elsewhere than go into Walmart. Because either way, my, my drive to poverty or my drive to Walmart is going to end in the same way with a fucking bullet in my head. So, I left Walmart. I went to JCPenney's after that. Wasn't looking for a suit at Walmart, by the way. There ain't, like, if you're looking for a suit at Walmart, chew down. Chew down. So I went to JCPenney's to look for a, a, a suit. I know they got suit jackets, whatnot. I go over there, I check out, I'm looking at the sizes and whatnot. Also, I needed to get a watch resized. Which, by the way, they told me they couldn't do because I didn't buy it there. Fair enough. Was able to do it myself. Didn't have to spend the money to get the watch resized. Ta-da! Anyway, back to the suit. I'm looking for suits. I'm looking at all the stuff. They got a sale going on, which is badass. It's always nice when a sale is going on. Everything is discounted like 30%. So I'm like, oh, cool. Um, they didn't necessarily have exactly what I wanted. Uh, I had to kind of think, you know, whatever. I got some new jeans, too, while I was there. And so I purchased the jeans. Didn't get the suit yet. But I, I purchased the jeans, and I asked the lady at the register. Now, first of all, I stood at the register for a solid minute before she noticed I was even there. She's just like, ditzying around, whatever. And so, I'm, I'm good. I even gave her, like, the <clears throat> nothing. She notices me. Oh, she doesn't, she's not even like, oh, sorry about that. How are you? She's just, hello. So, I hand her the jeans. She scans them. Also on sale, cha-ching. And she uh, she says, you know, whatever. She gives me the whole, do you, do you have a card, whatever. No, I don't have a card. Let me just pay for this shit. And so I ask her. I go, so how uh, how long is that sale going on for? The, the sale on the suits. She says, I don't know. And then hands me the, the jeans, the bag of jeans. And I go, oh, okay, well, um... Do you know how long the sale's been going on for? I don't know. And I go, thank you. You've been a ton of help. At least be like, I mean, what are you, a fucking robot? I don't know. Let me, let's reprogram you, how about, and get you a personality. What, you, what are you doing? So I'm like, thank you for all the help. Have a great day. Went over to got my watch that they couldn't resize. Even though I was able to do it myself. Kind of glad it worked that way because I didn't have to pay for that. Check this out. I go to the JCPenney's online store. This is what's crazy. It's discounted even more. It's basically half price online versus in the store. Now I'm telling you. When it comes to... It, it's, it's a matter of time. Online is going to take over. And when it comes to Walmart, I fucking hope it does. I hope all those Walmarts go out of business and we never have to deal with it again. Just, how has Walmart not just become an Amazon at this point? I mean, they already pay their, their employees jack shit. I just, I don't get it. It doesn't make, well, I guess the groceries, all, whatever. Fuck them. Fuck Walmart and fuck JCPenney's too, even though I did buy the suit online. But I'm gonna go back. Thank God. Um, it is October, and I did decide that I was gonna participate in Sober October this year. Now, I know what you're thinking. I just got back from a trip from Denver, which ended on October 4th. Did I drink on the trip? Hell yes, I did. So I kinda cheated. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a, it's going to be a minor sober October. I feel like, I, I just remember feeling really good last year after I did the sober October. I uh, felt like I was in great shape, was working out. 
I uh, wasn't doing the fast food. I'm going to try and do that again this year. Not necessarily, I'm not going as hard as I did last year. Last year, I think I did uh, no fast food, no no sugar. I'm going to try and watch the sugar as well. No, um, uh, 15 workouts was in there. I'm going to try and do that. No booze, of course. And I felt great last year. So I am going to try and avoid the fast food. Uh, I'm going to avoid, I'm definitely avoiding the booze. And, and like I said, it's kind of a, a half-assed sober October this year. My brother turns 21 on the 25th. I always fucking forget. I want to say it's the 25th. I think I'm right on that. It's, I always get fucked up if it's the 25th or the 23rd. But I want to say it's the 25th. His birthday's on the 25th, so I'm definitely going to go drink with him. And then, of course, the 30th and the 31st, I will be drinking... So it's kind of a half-assed sober October. I'll probably push it, do a little, a few extra weeks in November just to make up for it. But really, what the reason I wanted to do it is because, you know, some weekends I just feel I I hate waking up feeling like a turd, you know, and I feel like it would just help me feel better physically, mentally, emotionally, just to have a little break. It's a nice little reset. So. We're going to do it this year again. Sober October underway. You're more than welcome to join along with if you'd like. If not, booze it up. I don't care. Um, I want to tell you about the uh, trip here too. But I also want to mention this because this struck me. Dog the Bounty Hunter has been on the look for Brian Laundrie in the Gabby Petito case. A couple weeks ago, I had mentioned that the reason everybody gets hooked onto a story like this is because it's basically reality TV to them. It's the first 48, it's forensic files in real time. That's why people enjoy these these murder cases or these missing persons cases. It's because it's reality TV in real time. And when I said that, I I was I was I'm serious, and I I wasn't necessarily. It was kind of just like an off the cuff comment that I made. I wasn't really sure how well that might age. And then, Dog the Bounty Hunter got involved. So. How much more reality show can it get? Literally, the reality star, Dog the Bounty Hunter, is involved in this case. So I rest my case on the fact that this is just a in... It's a live reality show. An in real time reality show that we're just watching unfold. Which, by the way, if Dog the Bounty Hunter catches this guy... What are we, what, what's happening? I feel like I'm in a fucking movie. I think we might be in a simulation if that happens. So, I just want to throw that out there. Thought that was kind of crazy. Hmm. So, let me tell you about this trip, okay? The Mile High Mania. Ooh, yeah, it's Mile High Mania. We had a good time. Um, so, let's see. Where do I begin? Long road trip, man. Like, it's a nice trip. I enjoy it. It's long. But it's always nice when you got friends with you. It makes a, a road trip so much faster. So, made the trip down. First night we got there. By the way, hotel we stayed at, top notch. Shout out to the Hilton Garden Inn in Cherry Creek. Fucking, I highly recommend if you ever go to Denver. We normally stay at this Comfort Inn down there. Fucking dump. Like, don't get me wrong, it's actually pretty nice. I'm just, every time we stayed there, it's gotten less and less good at that Comfort Inn in, in Denver. So we decided to try something different. This one was actually cheaper. Now, if you don't know Denver, Cherry Creek is kind of a uppity 
kind of a more ritzy neighborhood, more up, um, more middle class, I guess you would say. It's on. It's it's a it's a higher class neighborhood. Let's just put it that way. So we get there, we get checked in, beautiful hotel, only listed as a three star hotel. For me, that was a four star hotel. I'm used to staying in one star hotels. And like I said, it was actually fairly cheap. So we get there, we uh, get settled into the hotel. Um, I think the first night we just, we went and grabbed some food and then we went to this brewery real close by called, uh, fuck what was the name of it? Bull or, excuse me, Bull or Bush. (laughs) Uh, It was really nice. It was like a, a little tavern style. It was like just old school looking kind of a Irish pub kind of or German pub, Germanic pub type wood wood all around kind of I don't know how to describe it. Big beer steins, mounted heads on the wall, plaid everywhere. Very very cool. So we went there, had a couple drinks, called it a night. First night we just chilled. Second night, we went to uh, this mall. We were trying to look for some gear. I wanted to get a I wanted to get a Patrick Sertan jersey, and I wanted to get a Michael Porter jersey. Couldn't find either of them at this mall. So we then we went to Top Golf. Top Golf, by the way. Let me just say, fucking blast! I've done it three times now: one in Arizona, one in San Antonio, and now in Denver. Each time. Better than the last, I must say. And as far as I understand, Billings should be getting one. That's what I've heard the rumors, that we're getting one here in Billings. If that's the case, I will be there twice a month. And let me tell you this, it's not cheap, but it's well worth it. I think we each spent around 70 bucks. We played for three hours, got like three buckets of beer. Beer is not cheap there. But god damn it, if if Top Golf is not just the tits, I don't know what is. It's a blast of a time. Never had to wait. We always get right in. And it's just such a good time. We had so such fun time. And I highly recommend if you've never done Top Golf, even if you're not a golf fan, I'm not. I don't golf at all. And I fucking love it. There's nothing better than driving a ball. And it's, you know, it's competitive. You get the point system, all that. It's like bowling. So fun. So we had a great time. Got a little buzzed up at that one. Um, so we were already feeling it. Went to... Let's see, we went... And then we went to Twin Peaks. I told you I went to Twin Peaks when I was in... Uh, uh, San Antonio. This one was not as... I don't know. There was something... Meh about this one. I should say. It was still a great food. Food was still fantastic. Um, I don't know. I guess it just wasn't vibing like it was when we were in San Antonio. I don't know exactly what it was about it. But it was still good. Still had a good time. Now, here's another thing I want to I point out. So, And maybe this, this ties kind of in. So actually, I forgot to mention... That morning, we went and had this phenomenal breakfast at this place called uh, Sam Number Threes, or Sam's Number Three, I think is what it was called. Great breakfast. Um, I had this awesome breakfast burrito. Now, let me say this, because Mac had this, like, chicken fried pork or something like that. Said it was phenomenal. Said it was, like, blew his fucking balls off type phenomenal. And it made me think about this. This happens to me a lot. Because when he said that, he's like, dude, next time we're coming back, next time we come back here, we're coming to this place. We're, I'm getting the same thing because this is the best fucking thing I've had in a long ass time. And I understand that feeling. I'm sure you know what that's like too. When you go to a place, you have some kind of a, a meal or experience. It doesn't have to be food. But you have a certain experience. And it's it's almost like when you try to replicate that experience, and not not in all cases, but in some cases, it doesn't always live up to your expectations from the last time you were there. Case in point, 
Um, I remember going to Hooligans, my favorite bar, and having their uh, their best damn burger. I still think it's one of the best burgers in town. However, it wasn't. It's every time I've had it, it's never as good as the first time I had it. Now I do think there's a level of burning yourself out on certain things. So if I were to go into Hooligans and have that burger multiple times in the course of a few months, which I have, it, it definitely loses its luster. Now on the opposite side, Top Golf, my experience there has been genuinely better and better every time. But it got me to thinking, like, or even the game. You know, my game experience has always been a high experience. But there's never quite... It's never quite as good as the first time. You know? Does that make sense? I I would ex- I would ex- I would say that about even the football game. You know, I still love doing it. It's still a blast going there. But it's like it's never like I'll never be able to replicate that first time I went to a football game because it's still your first time. It's like a drug, really. You know how they say Heroin is amazing the first time, and then it, you, you're always chasing that high. It's kind of like that in certain scenarios, too. I remember having a bomb-ass breakfast burrito in uh, Arizona. Now, I guarantee you, if I went... I have this, like, image in my head of that place and being like, God, that was just this phenomenal breakfast burrito. Chances are, if I went back and had that breakfast burrito... It might not meet my expectations because I set the bar so high as to what I expect the the quality to be. That might have been how my experience at Twin Peaks was. Might not have been as good because the last time I was there, it was just so good. So it's hard to meet that expectation. I digress. We ended up going to this arcade bar called One Up. And which if you're from Denver, you know, there's actually three locations. I, I've been to the one downtown on Blake Street. It's like this down under like a basement bar, kind of grungy. They're all really nice. They all have their flavor. And so we went to the arcade bar, played some games, drank some beers, hung out. And, uh, we so we uh let's see after that we went back to the hotel called it a night oh dude let me tell you this so we meet up with a couple of my buddy craig's friends craig used to live down in denver and uh his he uh grew up with this girl toddy and we uh met up with her and her girlfriend and we met them at twin peaks then we went to one up so toddy's girlfriend has this vape pen and she's you know smoking this vape pen nicotine so craig and my friend mac they enjoy a good smoke when they're drinking i don't smoke that's not my thing i like maybe a cigar we didn't do cigars but there mac is just hitting this vape pen all night and (laughs) after we left one up we get back we we went to toddy's house and we're kind of just chilling there for a little while. Mac literally goes, he says to Toddy's girlfriend, I'm going to need to hit that about a hundred more times before I leave. And I kid you not, I see him over there just, just sucking down this fucking vape. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you are not joking. So we get back to the hotel. Um, we're hanging out. I'm ready for bed because the last thing I want is to be tired and hungover for the football game. There's nothing worse than that. And I uh, had, had kind of slowed my drinking down because I had been I was driving. So I was making sure I was still good to drive all that stuff. Um, we get back to the hotel. Mac and, and Craig are pretty buzzed up. And Craig's like, dude, we should walk over to the strip club. It's just right down the street. And I'm like, I mean, that'd be fun. But I just know if I go there, I'm going to drink more. I'm going to be tired in the morning. I'm done for the night. I'm staying here. And Mac was kind of like, yeah, we should, yeah, let's go over there. You know, whatever. He lays down on the bed. And I just remember kind of laying there 
dozing off. And uh, Craig's like, well, let's let's walk over there, you know? And Mac's like, dude, I'm spinning. Because that vape, he hit that vape so many times and so hard that he's literally, like, getting sick. <laughs> so we end up just crashing for the night. We get up the next day. Uh, we go to... Uh, we just catch an Uber to the game and we met up with Craig's buddies. By the way, that Uber that took us there, 15 bucks. It's like a 15 minute drive from where we were staying. And the guy was super nice. 15 bucks. Shout out to that guy. I don't remember his name. I think his name was Joel, but great, great Uber driver. And uh, it was only 15 bucks. So we get there. We uh, tailgate with Craig's buddy. Had a good time. Got into the game. Big shout out to Michael May for the seats again. Always a blast hanging out with you. And um, just getting to go to the games. Now, if you watched last week, you know. I made a bold prediction. And I may have jinxed us. Because I said we were going to win. Now, before I get into my excuses... Let me just say, you know, we lost pretty pretty badly, and it was still a fun time. We still enjoyed ourselves. It's always better to win. It's definitely funner being there when you win, and it's, fu- it's even fun when you lose and it's close, or if there's more stuff happening in your favor. Now, let me break down the game real quick. First of all, it definitely didn't help our chances that we... Our starting quarterback went out in the half. Drew Locke, I thought maybe he would have a coming out party. Did not. Now, if there was any final nail in the Drew Locke coffin, it was that game. Sorry to say it. He's not the guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. And though I hate this I hate to say this because I say it a lot when I'm defending my team. But those refs really fucked us. There was a 100% pe- uh, helmet-to-helmet penalty that should have been called on De- uh, Deontay Spencer. Should have been a 15-yard penalty. We ended up punting on that drive. Um, there was a couple no calls for pass interference. There was a face mask on Melvin Gordon for stiff-arming. Never seen that. A lot of just shit penalties. And it was mostly penalties that weren't called as opposed to penalties that were so I don't know. Defense kind of fell apart there. It didn't help that for some reason in the third quarter or in the in the second half, Drew Lock comes in and we decide, hey, let's throw it a bunch, even though the running game was doing quite well. Also didn't help that two of our guards were hurt. So we couldn't really we the pressure was getting to us. Whatever, we lost the game. So after the game, we go downtown. Went and had some food at Blake Street Tavern, which we like to go there a lot. Best nachos I've had in a long time. Um, Craig and Mac were obliterated drunk. Mac was not so bad. Craig, however, was pretty soused. He was like saying some nonsense shit that I did not know what was coming out of his mouth. So those two ended up going back to the hotel. I stuck around to meet up with my cousin Gabriel. He showed up. We had a good time. I end up, we ended up going to the other one up on Colfax and uh, had some, just had some fun there. It was really great to, to see my cousin and just bullshit with him. And we had a good time, you know. I The next day, we had to drive back to Billings. And I, the last thing I wanted to do was to be hungover and tired for the drive back. God damn it, because I've done that before and it's not fun. And for some reason, when I go to Denver, that mile-high air just gets to me. And I get fucking... I get way drunker than I should. So I didn't get back to the hotel till about 1 o'clock. I slept. I got. We got up at like 7. So I got maybe 6 hours of sleep, which I can operate off of. And I wasn't hungover, thank God. So I had Craig drive to Cheyenne so I could kind of get my wits about me. Once I started feeling... Back to normal. Drove all the way back. We had a good time. 
now, based on everything I just told you, expensive trip. Spent a little more than I thought I should. And I didn't even get my jerseys. So that would have been another $200. Probably a good thing. Um, got So here's another thing. Drove all day, off six hours of sleep. Right when we got back into town, had to bust ass over to Max, Mac and Savannah's uh, gender reveal party. So we go over there. I'm exhausted at this point. But they had a great setup. It looked amazing for their party. Um, all weekend. I'm telling you right now. All weekend. I kept telling Mac. It's going to be a girl. I had no reason why. I just felt it in my heart. It's going to be a girl. No hesitation. Didn't even for one second think it was going to be a boy. And guess what? They're having a girl. So I got that right. I uh, wish I would have guessed right on the football game as well. But congratulations to them on a, you know, their soon-to-be baby girl. And uh, let me tell you, ever since that trip, I have slept fantastically. I don't that night for sure. The night I got back for sure slept amazing. And then. Um, every night since. I don't know what it is. I think a lot of it has to do with the cold. I honestly sleep so much better when it's cold out. And I really think that trip was just a much-needed trip for... I've been talking about anxiety and depression and whatnot. And it really kind of pushed me out of my funk. I think it was a much-needed trip. I feel so much better. And I'm just sleeping amazing. So, great trip all around. Mile High Mania... 2021 can't wait to go back and do it again next year uh yeah so that was the trip let's see yeah um yeah okay here's a couple other things i want to talk about so after the trip during the last week here i watched it i got i got to see a couple movies a couple new movies that have come out i want to talk about them the first one i'm going to talk about is the Many Saints of Newark, which I've talked about before. I've been waiting to see this. I'm currently in the middle of watching The Sopranos. I'm on season four of The Sopranos. And uh, we figure, okay, it's a prequel. So me and my three buddies, or my two buddies, excuse me, the three of us, we've all been watching The Sopranos together. So it's like, okay, let's get together. Let's watch The Many Saints in Newark, which is a prequel to The Sopranos. I'm not going to spoil anything here, so don't worry. Uh, I won't spoil anything with the movie. So he, um, it's about, the basically the movie's about how Tony Soprano got into the mafia. Um, we figured it's a prequel, right? There's not going to be any spoilers, so we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to finish the series before we get into the uh, movie. First 20 seconds of the movie fucking reveals a huge spoiler that we hadn't seen yet. Biggest spoiler, probably. A shocking one. So, there's that. We all got a big spoiler. And we didn't think we were gonna. The movie itself was okay, I would say. It it was really more about uh, Dickie... Uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Molasanti, who is um, Christopher in... If you've never seen The, the Sopranos, Christopher's dad. It's basically more about him... And, and the Molasanti family, it seems like. I thought there was going to be more of, of Tony's dad and stuff. It was, it was good. The, the one thing that I really enjoyed about this movie was seeing all these other actors portray the younger versions of the previous actor. And all of them did fantastic, I have to tell you. They captured the essence of each character very well. Um, the, the movie overall was... I'll give it a... A B minus. It was good. It wasn't amazing. I probably won't watch it again. And it was it was cool to see uh, 
Michael Gandolfini playing his father or playing the role of Tony Soprano, which his father played in the series. So that was pretty cool. And they did a good job casting. All the characters looked a lot like the younger versions of themselves. So kudos to them for that. Check it out. It's good. It's on HBO Max for free if you have HBO Max. Uh, the other movie I want to talk about that I witnessed, that I got to go see, just went and saw this last night, is Venom. There Will Be Carnage. Venom 2. Uh, went and saw this with my brother. Now, before I, now before I get into that, I just want to say this as well. Um, found out earlier this week that my brother and sister's dad passed away. Um, Rocky Morris, RIP to him. I uh, personally was not super close to him. And honestly, he wasn't very close to his children either, unfortunately. No shade thrown to him. He, They didn't live in the same town. I, I, I guess I shouldn't speak out of turn. I don't know how much contact they had with him. Um, nonetheless, he was their father. And I know people who have had estranged relationships with their parents who once they pass away, it still devastates them because that is your parent. You know, that's, that's your blood. They gave you life and you can't replace that. That it doesn't matter. Even, even if they don't do the best job raising you, if, even if they're not present in your life, they're still part of your life. They're still and, and you can choose to grieve however you so choose, you know? Like, my brother didn't seem to be as phased by it. My sister, a little bit more. And so, we all get to... We all decide how we um, grieve separately. So, I went to this movie with my brother. I thought that'd be nice. Um, yeah, I do, I do remember Rocky a little bit as a kid, but um, not very close to him myself. So, I figured it'd be good to go spend some time with my brother and uh, we went and saw Venom so this one just a heads up I may give a couple spoilers away so if you have not yet seen the new Venom movie go ahead and skip ahead I don't want to spoil anything for you I hate spoiling I hate people or getting things spoiled rather I hate getting things spoiled for me more than anything so I'd hate to be the one to do that to you so, fair warning, potential spoilers ahead. I will avoid them at all as much as I can, but no promises. So, the Venom movie. Um, I thought, personally, the first one was better. Um, I thought the storyline of the first one was, was at least a little bit better driven, better plot lines, better... Just story writing in general. This one was not bad, I should say. But it just wasn't... It wasn't... Um, it just didn't have much to write home about. It was basically watch these two symbiotes fight each other. You know, the majority of the movie was Carnage fucking shit up. And then Venom and Carnage fighting. Which, no complaints. A lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It's fun to watch battles and whatnot so for that's for that sake it was good here's something i have a problem with Ugh, they should have made it rated r they did a decent job of making carnage violent and brutal to the extent of it being a pg-13 movie i personally think had it been rated r it would have shown the true nature of what carnage is to the comic books a lot better there is a lot of death that does occur in the in from uh the hands of carnage however most of it happens off screen so it's like eh you know meh and it was sony doing it so they could have made it rated r i have no idea why they didn't i mean look how good the joker movie did rated r Brilliant. Look how good the Deadpool movies have done rated R. Brilliant. Both of these are are villains to their respected superhero. You take Venom, another villain to his respected superhero. Now, Deadpool's a hit or miss. He's kind of a both 
hero and not hero. So it works both ways. You could have done Venom and made it rated R. It would have been it would have been incredible. Now the first one they got away with it fine. Second one was Carnage. You gotta do it rated R, and they didn't. And I think the movie kind of suffers for it, to be honest with you. Unfortunately, um, I thought it was okay. I as far as it stacks up among superhero movies, eh, definitely bottom of the barrel because. You put that one up against any Marvel Studios movie, not even close. Not even close. Stack it up against non-Marvel movies, it might it might be in the middle, to be honest with you. So, here's the thing, too. When it comes to superhero movies, there is such a distinct difference in what Marvel Studios and Disney are able to do as opposed to what anybody else, what Fox, what Sony, what any other company has attempted to do with their movies. Now, there have been some outliers. X-Men. Um, not even those other Spider-Man movies. Fuck those. Like, they have, they don't hold a candle to the Marvel Studios Spider-Man. Still classics, whatever. Who gives a fuck? X-Men 1 and 2, perhaps the Blade movies, and I'm sure there's a couple more, but not much, man. There, There are some outliers, but for the most part, what Marvel Studios has been able to do is it's unlike what any other studio has attempted to do, or been able to do, I should say, to comic book movies, superhero movies. Uh, and so it shows. And here's the things that I've noticed, okay? The things I've noticed that those movies have, uh, that the Marvel Studios movies and Disney have been able to do that so much better than any of the others are these two things. First of all, casting, 100%. There's actually three things. So casting is number one, for sure. Number three, storyline. The way that the story. Just it's not just the storyline, but the way it moves, the the way it transitions, the way it flows. That is pristine in every single Marvel Studio movie. And number three, and I think this is probably the most important and the biggest like difference between the two is dialogue. Marvel Studios dialogue is unlike any of the other ones. Their choice of music to the choice of atmosphere, the set design, all of it is just 10 times better than anything outside of the Marvel Studios. So that's where I'm going to that's what I got to say about that. I'm not going to spoil anything else. Carnage by the way in the movie is fucking badass. They do it they do a very good job. And they do Venom way more justice than Spider-Man 3 ever did. So, still recommend. I give this one probably a C. Maybe a C plus. So go check it out. It's pretty decent. Oh, and there is actually one more thing I do want to talk about when it comes to um, just things I've watched recently. The Dave Chappelle special. So I just watched that today. This morning I watched it. Now let me just say this. Personally, for me personally, Dave Chappelle is... The best stand-up comic ever. Not just now, but ever. That's just my personal choice, okay? Everyone has their has their opinions, and everyone has... It is interesting, too, right? How we all... Every art form is subjective. Comedy, music, movies, what have you. And, we, and it's interesting to think about, we all kind of have our taste. Everyone has a different taste. Not just, like, comedy, some people like different comedians than others. Certain comedians I don't like, other people like. Same with music, movie genres, actors. It's kind of interesting to think about, like, every art form has a lane. There, there is a certain crowd for every specific art form. And it's, it's kind of cool that we have that. You know, everyone perceives art differently and enjoys it 
personally in a different way. So anyway, Chappelle for me is my favorite. He is my number one. He never misses. I There's never been a stand-up comedian where I've laughed out loud harder at his stand-up comedy. And that's Dave Chappelle. He's my number one. Now, podcasting, on the other hand, Tim Dillon takes the cake. Tim Dillon podcasting, number one podcaster that makes me laugh harder and and louder than anybody else. So shout out to those two. Tim Dillon's stand-up is good too, but his podcasts make me roll. Um, the, the special itself. Now, the, the only thing I'm going to say about this, he's there's been a lot of backlash, a lot of groups getting super bent out of shape about what he has to say. And in the special, he talks about gay people. He talks about white people. He talks about um, women. He talks about trans people. Now, here's the thing. Personally, to me, not a single thing he says in that podcast is false. Or in that stand-up special is false. And I think that's the problem. I think that's why people get so bent out of shape about stand-up comedy. Is while while a lot of it is just joking, a lot of it is just messing around and and thinking things out and it's not necessarily it's not meant to be serious a lot of the times. That's why it's called comedy. So there's no point in quoting it and making it seem like that's his real views he's trying to make a joke but i think a lot of the reason why so many people get bent out of shape about it is there is a nugget of truth in a lot of comedy so for people to be upset about it is so insane to me it's like okay here's the thing can you imagine Trying to make everybody think the same as you. It'll never happen. So to think that certain groups want everybody to agree upon a a specific thing is insane. You're never going to do it. So why let it affect you? Who cares that this one, that any one person... Now, if it's a per- if it's a friend of yours, if it's a family member, that's a little different. But getting upset that a complete stranger has a different view than you do, and to to really be offended by that, and to and to be upset by that, is madness. Why would you do that? Why would you subject yourself to that? Like, just understand that you have your views. It's okay to have your own views. They don't comply with what other people think. And to think that you're going to... That you want other everybody else to think the same way as you. Yet, it's not okay for you to think like other people. Like, you're not going to conform your ideas to fit other people. So why would you expect that in return? Just understand that other people have different thoughts and opinions. And that's okay. You can surround yourself with the people that have similar thoughts and opinions as you. But understand, there are people out there who don't exactly see eye to eye with you. And that's okay. There's no need to be offended by that or to be upset by that and want them and be and try and force them to think the same as you. There's no reason for that. So it just seems insane to me that there's these small groups, small groups, who get upset by this. And is it because he has a voice and he's and he's out there publicly telling people? Yeah, sure. But guess what? The people that think like you agree with you. They don't like his stances. And that's fine. There's no reason he should be silenced for those thoughts and opinions and jokes so get over it just 
Surround yourself by the people that think and feel like you and act like you and consume entertainment that conforms with what you believe and think and feel. And that's what everyone else is going to do. Quit worrying about other people. Worry about yourself. Okay? Plain and simple. Special was hilarious. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Go check it out on Netflix. Uh, The Closer. Dave Chappelle. I was rolling. I thought it was amazing. So, Dave Chappelle, baby. My favorite comedian. So, let's try... We're going to watch some videos, okay? Now, the last time we tried to do this, video got taken down on YouTube. So, we will... Here's what I'll say now. I'm going to make two versions of this podcast. One of which will be... It'll just be everything you've heard up until now. And then I'll do the the full version, which will include the videos. And we'll see if it gets taken down. I'm only going to let it get taken down one time, and then I'm done. I'll I'll just post this version of the podcast. And that'll be it. So... If, if you're only seeing this and not the videos, you know it got taken down once. And I'll just cut it here, and we'll end the show there without the videos. But we'll try it with the videos, and we'll see where it goes. First thing I'm going to say about these videos, they're, I think they're TikToks. My brother finally, finally curated me a list of videos to watch. So I have never seen these videos. So you're going to get my full true reaction to them in real time. Um, like I said, they're TikToks, so their handles should be visible on screen. I'll still link them in the description so that all the copyrights go go to where they're, they should go. Okay? And, yeah. So... I do not own any of these videos. This is a reaction video to those videos. Okay? Okay, YouTube? Don't fucking take me down! Leave me up. Leave me alone. I'm just doing what all these other fucking YouTubers do, okay? So chill. Okay. So again, my brother curated these. Hopefully they're funny. And we'll see how I react. If they're not funny, blame him, not me. Okay? Here we go. These are all from TikTok. Welcome back to another episode of Drawing Realistic Emojis. Today we got this cheesin' emoji, or whatever you want to call it. So I did something a little different today. Instead of making the eyes like realistic eyes, I wanted to make them like three-dimensional beads, or like marbles. But I'm still giving it some realistic teeth with the exact amount of teeth from the emoji, which is why I think this is probably my favorite set of teeth that I've ever drawn. The details, the depth, the texture, all that is just so weird and creepy, and I absolutely love it. Comment down below what you want to see next, which emoji you want to see next, what anything you want to see next, and as always, yeah. Welcome back to another episode okay, of John. I mean, what is, Landon, what are you doing? Like, yeah, that was good. That was cool. I didn't ask for cool. I asked for funny. What are we doing? Okay. Strike one. Hey. What? Oh my god. Did he just go down his fucking TikTok list and was like, that one, that one, that one. This is not gold, Landon. This is not gold. What are we, what are you doing? What are you doing? Strike, strike three already? Are we done? I'm about to cut some of this shit. Is always fucking up my order, bro. I asked for Sprite and they gave me clown juice. 
Just always fucking up my order, bro. I asked for Sprite and they gave me clown juice. <laughs> that was okay. It was okay. Not great. We're we're in the right direction. Okay, now a word of caution. Hey everyone, um, stop being sussy blockers. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That one was better. That one was pretty decent. Like, okay, what's this person's story, first of all? But the end, that was pretty good. Let's watch it one more time. Everyone, um, stop being sussy blockers. <laughs> That was pretty decent, I guess. Okay. I don't know why that was... I mean, the first part didn't make any sense. Like, we don't even need that. All you had to do was show me the old lady. And I've been... That's what cracked me up. Fuck this person. Who gives a fuck about that? Madden. Always funny. I'm this close to slamming my fucking balls in a waffle iron and screaming racial slurs at the top of my lungs. That was kind of a cool glitch. Look, there's definitely a glitch. Look at this. I'm this close to slamming my fucking balls in a waffle iron and screaming racial And the Spongebob thing was okay. I mean, there's a lot of funny... I mean, you can see a lot of crazy shit with the Madden. That was pretty wild. Here's a trick my Nana taught me on how to see if a jelly donut is ready. All you do is throw a little piece at the wall, and if it sticks, it's done. Ready? Here's a trick my Nana taught me on how to see if a jelly donut is ready. That was decent. Okay, it wasn't hilarious. But, like, these people who do these ones always strike. It strikes me. It's like, they, they make a huge mess in their own house, I'm assuming. I mean, God, I hope it's not somebody else's house. They make this huge mess. And it's like, it's like, what are you doing, dude? You got to clean that up. He just threw four donuts, four perfectly innocent donuts, by the way. Delicious looking jelly donuts. I did eating that. You can consume that. You don't throw it at the wall. It's not where it's supposed to be. But now you got to go clean that shit up. All you do is throw a little piece at the wall, and if it sticks, it's done. Ready? Here's a trick also, my taught me. Also, not the wall. You threw it at the cabinets. And he fucking yeeted those things. He threw those with some force. Um, yeah, don't do this. Like, and it it was whatever. Like, it wasn't that great. Didn't make me laugh. I mean, you're just making a mess. It's annoying, really. You're wasting food. You're making a mess. You got to clean that up later just for a fucking TikTok? No, we don't like this. Next. The zipper came off. Okay. I mean, whatever. It's it's okay. The zipper came off. He's fucked. Like he's stuck that way. I guess. No, it's whatever. The the music was what made that video okay. Ones for my bitch mom. You should never have taken away my Xbox. I can't control the beast inside. Ones for my bitch mom. Here's the thing. We are not all the same. People like to think that we're all the same. We're not. To think that that guy and me are part of the same species, I don't like it. That guy's got problems. Even if he was just making a joke. Even if this was just for... TikTok. 
It wasn't funny. It was insane. It was insanity. He did that. I bet you that was at least his fifth or sixth take on that. Hell, maybe it was his first. I don't care. That was horrifying. This one better be good. literally just a clip from the fucking movie okay oh my god to say that i'm disappointed would be an understatement lannon i thought you had some funny shit for me what you doing this is not what the people want i'm keeping this in and i hope it doesn't get flagged because if it gets flagged for that bullshit oh i'm gonna be angry Oh, I'm going to be so angry. It's going to make a lot of work for me. Ooh, I am I am rather disappointed. I expected more out of you, my friend. Thought you had I thought you had some funny shit for me, but you give me this. <sighs> well, that'll do it for this week's episode. Hopefully next time we get better videos. And hopefully you got to see the long version with the videos. Even though it wasn't really worth it, was it? Waste of time. But we'll try it anyway. We'll see if it makes it through. And we'll go from there. So, thank you all for watching. Thank you for tuning in this week. I do appreciate it. Um, have a good week. We'll see you next time. Um, go check out those movies. Great movies. Sober October, try it out if you want, or don't, whichever. Check out that special, that Dave Chappelle special. Of any of those, check out the Dave Chappelle special. That was my favorite out of those three. And um, keep doing a good job. Keep working hard. S stick it out. Put your nose to the grindstone. And uh, don't stop. Just keep on working. It all pays off in the end. Trust me. Um... And most importantly, don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it. <laughs>